0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at bite.com. That's Byte.com. That's byt dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte.
2: You guys. Hey, oh, my God. You know what? I whew, I think this is inappropriate to talk about on this podcast. You all know that some tainted shrimp robbed me of my life for 72 hours. <laughs> Tainted
1: shrimp. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> tainted <laughs> shrimp. Sometimes I feel I've like got to.
0: poop and puke <laughs> at the same time. <laughs>
1: A banger!
2: It's a favorite <laughs> on that dance floor. Best <laughs> if you can get off the toilet. It's mm. the hot new dance to do Call from it, Shrimpin'.
0: Oh, that's different! Like tainted okay. shrimp. <laughs>
2: So this is new for me because I've only really enjoyed the the fruit of salmonella. Oh, and yeah. this apparently has a different name. It's like V choleray collar like, it's horrible. Basically I've never been poisoned by shellfish, mm. which I don't know if it it, it hits fast and furious. <laughs> Uh, where sometimes the salmonella and other forms of food poisoning really do have like a 24-hour gestation period. Okay. Um, And, uh, yeah, and I don't know what's going on in L.A., but this is my fifth bout of food poisoning, eating out in restaurants in four years, which I haven't had that much food poisoning in my life, period. I
0: like your theory on it, and I think it's very appropriate, which (laughs) is. (laughs) I have a theory, and Ricky. Yes. This
2: is Ricky Carmona. Guys, you're listening to Sidework Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Van Poppen. <laughs> I am your other host, Andrea Wallace. And joining us today from the podcast,
1: who shot ya?
2: And also our dear friend, we'll get into that, uh, Ricky Carmona, everybody. Hello, Hello, Ricky.
1: Handshake, high fives. <laughs> high fives, handshake. <laughs> it's great.
2: So we've got two guys in the room who can verify this. I said to Andrea, I don't know if it's so much, well, this is not safe food handling. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm starting to wonder the incidence of just salmonella and that accidentally getting on other items in the kitchen if you're being all willy-nilly with chicken juice, you know, raw chicken juice. My other theory is we now have all of these cooks back of house who think they're doing proper food service handling. But what do they do when they go to the bathroom to take a number two? They bring their phones with them, don't they? Yes. And they're doing the old wipe and swipe. And I think they think they are doing safe food handling, but they might be in the back of the kitchen and go touch that phone again. That poopy phone that prepping. hangs out in their back mm. pocket. Mm. And I think I've been tainted by poopy screens going <laughs> directly like, onto my quesadilla.
0: Poopy screens, but it's just like there's food handling if they're like touching one thing and then they touch their phone with it and then they wash their hands, but then they touch their phone again. Right. That's cross-contamination right there. Mm-hmm.
1: Just when you thought swiping left and right on your phone, like we we, we were done with that. Right? Now? Now it's the wipe and swipe. Now wipe it's the wipe and, and swipe, swipe, yo. Oh you, come my. on,
2: as guys, you take your phone to the bathroom. I
1: take my phone everywhere with me. <laughs> if I go and just like walk my dog outside to pee, like that quick, hey, we're just going to pee real quick, knock it out and go back inside, and I don't have my phone on me for that, I'm like, Ricky, what the fuck are you doing, man? Come on. You're off the grid. You're off the grid right now. You got to listen to the wind blowing and shit? I'm not, like, any of this at all? Not on I feel lot. like there's oh, something exactly. wrong with my
0: phone on me right now. I'm going to have a panic attack.
2: There's just something going on in the food industry right now. Listen, I'm blaming that shrimp 100%, but I think some of the other stuff has been uh, shitty phone
1: screens. Not to People. put any restaurant on blast, but like, where are you going to eat shrimp? You're not going to like Jack in the Box and whatnot. No. They You're have like-
0: Jack in the Box serving shrimp now? <laughs>
2: Slam Run 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 Um, Slam
0: And And that's the day she died Mm.
2: We were talking about where to eat And uh, My guy was like How about Tapatio down down the place And I said you know what They gave me food poisoning three years ago So let's pass So then he looked up a very high rated Fancy place called Brick and Flower In Glendale
0: Never heard of it Me
1: neither and guess
0: who gave me food poisoning
2: after I said That's no fucked thing? up that you were like that place gave me food poisoning? Yeah.
1: Bricks coming out of her flower. Yeah,
2: bricks came mm. out of my mortar. <laughs> you know Some
0: I Norse said? god somewhere was like,
2: Spite <laughs> Yeah, I oh don't gosh. know. We're well, we a... out a pair of leggings. Let's just put it that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know <laughs> what you mean.
2: Wow. <laughs> Jesus I was so sick. All right, guys, I think it's time for some
0: server-submitted stories. (laughs) Tainted
1: shrimp. (laughs) Hi, ladies and gents. Love the podcast. I'm from the UK, and I was a server for one shift, and one shift only when I was 16. (laughs) Although I am not a server by industry standards, I am definitely scarred from the experience all the same. I got my first job at an infamous silver service restaurant in my town. The owner was a renowned crazy widow whose house was next to the small restaurants. <laughs> Despite having heard the horror stories from my friends who had quit working there, I still applied and went along for my first shift. As soon as I arrived, I was told someone had called in sick and I needed to prep food and would be serving that night. Now, I am not the sharpest tool in the box, especially when I was 16, and the owner had no time or desire to explain anything to me apart from barking demands in my direction.
2: I'm a crazy widow!
1: (laughs) My shift consisted of nervously speaking to customers, burning my hands on everything... And making up the names of dishes when serving because I had no idea what anything was called.
2: This is some ramachurma
1: rising brindle. This is what I call it's my favorite on the menu. It's flippity blue.
2: It's a little bit of dicky and toast.
1: <laughs> the worst part came when the owner gave me the keys to her house and told me to let myself in, making sure the dog doesn't escape. What? then make a right turn into the front room and get the cream out of the fridge on the left. Seemingly simple task, I thought. (laughs) No. (laughs) I was wrong. I entered and turned into the front room looking for said fridge. This room had approximately eight fridge freezers. The kind you would hide a body in. Oh, no. <laughs> She walked into a Martin Scorsese movie. Truly. She had sent me into what felt like an escape room, and I had no intention of finding any murdered waitresses that day, <laughs> so I left the house creamless and filled with anxiety. I walked back into the kitchen and tried to be as invisible as possible while mopping random corners of the restaurant and washing cutlery for the rest of the night. The next day at school, I called and quit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My sister wanted to work there, so I asked if she could take my place, and the owner replied, as long as she isn't as ditzy as you. I didn't (laughs) didn't go back to get any pay from the night. I didn't go back to get any pay from the night, of course. It is safe to say I respect anyone who can work in that type of environment, and hopefully I will never return to it. (laughs) You guys make me laugh in my drive to work. Godspeed and good tips. (laughs)
2: Kisses. <laughs> oh my God. I love that you sent this in from the UK. We are working toward an international, just d- like all the service that happens outside of the US. We want to do a great research. Worldwide. Uh, I mean, worldwide. I mean, we
0: just like, we just imagine like a, like a, a restaurant and then like a little witch house on a hill, True. right. <laughs> With like a burning, like shim- yes. a chimney smoking, yeah. right. Like, <laughs> go up there. <laughs> <laughs> creamless and filled with anxiety. Sixteen, man. That'll be like never again for sure. I, and I feel like there's something, you know, like when you're that young, like your frontal lobe is not formed. Well, is it <laughs> isn't.
1: That's science.
0: That's yeah, just science. For sure. <laughs> you're just like, you're dumb. And,
2: you know, I like I did not challenge authority, and you just assume everyone's right, mm-hmm. and uh, is definitely, you know, not, not creepy, even though they're a renowned crazy widow on the hill who has <laughs> eight... Casket sized <laughs> freezers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in her home. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, people, you know, people fall off a little bit when their spouses die, you know, and you then sure? they start hoarding freezers. Sure? Maybe she was just <laughs> born Corked a widow. Them. I
0: think some people are just born to be widows, like, mm-hmm. creepy widows. I don't know. But I, Love the imagery of this story so the much. Burning your hands on everything. <laughs> yeah. You're just like,
2: yeah, that sounds like an inexperienced restaurant. worker,
0: 100%. But like thrown into chaos so much. Like when you're just you're just doomed from the start.
1: Yeah. And it's it, the equivalent of like when you do stand-up for the first time. You yeah. go to an open mic. They don't like prep you for it before you get up there. It's just like they call your name. Now go on and st- on stage and do what you've seen the funniest people in your life do on TV like is nothing.
2: Try not, and try not to catch on fire. You'll be great.
1: You'll be great.
2: It's pretty solid. Uh, thank you so much for that submission. And she was like, I don't know if this counts. I'm like, one day in the industry counts.
0: Oh, yeah. No, that super it. counts. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's maybe one of like my favorite stories ever, actually. Creamless and filled with anxiety. <laughs> Help! Hi, ladies. I work at a bar in the busiest train station in Boston. Uh, This makes for an uh, ahem unique work atmosphere and a wide, wide variety of clientele. I always have daily shift stories, but one of my favorites is the very first guest I had on my very first training shift. To set the scene, it's... T- <laughs> I love these stories today. <laughs> to set the scene, it's 10.30 a.m. in an architecturally beautiful but not very well-ventilated train station in June. Gross. Our first guest is a short woman carrying a McDonald's bag who sits at one of our first tables by the door. The woman training me approaches her and takes her order for a double shot of Bailey's in a pint glass. Okay, My coworker <laughs> uses strange requests. Um, my coworker used to strange requests brings over, brings it over without a question. The woman takes out a small bottle of McDonald's 2% milk and fills the rest into the pint, then proceeds to pull out her breakfast, a Big Mac. My coworker turns to me, rolls her eyes and said, yeah, this happens a lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gloria's here again.
0: (laughs) And hurries over to politely. right. Sorry. and uh, hurries over to politely inform this woman that, sorry, you can't eat outside food in the bar. Unsurprisingly, that woman was perturbed. But I bought a drink, she cried. But I'll be like, but I bought a drink. <laughs> yeah, I can't really, Boston's <laughs> little hot. But I, hot. Bought, a, I, but I w- bought a drink. the? What's I bought a drink. Showing off her lack of dental work. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry it's a health code violation, my friend replies. She begrudgingly puts the burger away, downs the pint of milk and Baileys, but not before ordering a second double Baileys. <laughs> Jesus. She fills it a second time with milk, throws it back like a true champ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just to break it down, the maniac's plan was to start her summer day with two pints of milky booze and a Big Mac. Oof. <laughs> How very American. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the podcast. You're all hilarious. And if you're ever in Boston, please come through for a round and my co-workers and I will be happy to load you up with some wild tales. Yes. That's from Lauren. Oh, P.S. Thinking about naming the drink Creamy Delight after Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Thank you, Lauren. Great story today. Good. Story, good. right? Fuck, good one. that's fucking. Ooh,
1: that is horrific. Train
0: station stuff, dude. Like, well,
2: oof. we all behave like animals the minute we get into that commute brain. Mm-hmm. You're just mm-hmm. like, I need food. I need beverage. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be a long ride. I need to be drunk on creamy milk. <laughs> More creamy milk, please. She also, well, she, yeah, she was cream-filled
0: mm-hmm. and had
2: anxiety mm-hmm. about being kicked out of the restaurant, I think. <laughs> A lot of themes today.
0: She's like, but I'm supposed to have I'm two of these in one Big Mac. In that order, one Big Mac, one. Oh, my God. Well, you guys, as always, these server-submitted stories are incredible. If you have any stories you'd like to send our way, uh, please go ahead and do so. Sideworkpod at gmail.com. Awesome. Ricky Carmona is here, everybody. Woo, hey, Ricky, we've oh. known each other for, like, oh my God. It's
1: yes, man. Like, oh, almost man, 20 years. I feel like it's 20. almost 20 years. Yeah, I feel like at this point now, it's with, it's like, 17, every well, yeah because it started a, 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 in 2003. Exactly. Yeah, at, least, at least 17. Yeah. I feel like that's the number now with pretty much, like, everybody. Yeah. Because now, like, you know, especially, like, since I've, like, lived here in L.A., like there there was a time where like all you motherfuckers were gone i know and then it was like <laughs> now learning <we're> back. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just kind of like learning like who the new kids were and, like, just, like, reestablishing, like, starting those relationships and just kind of like, oh, I've known this person for, like, a couple of years and I've known this person for a couple of years. But and then, then your yeah,
2: past like- comes back yeah.
1: to punch <laughs> you. Oh, the whole north side
0: of Chicago now lives in Los Angeles. Yeah, this is
1: great fun. Lincoln Ave.
2: You know what's really funny, though, is since we're, like, throwing it back to 2005 in a little bit, which is... Almost when I, I left in 2006. So it's funny, a, a part of our relationship is
1: preserved
2: in time mm. in the 2005-2006 area. when mm. in the 2005-2006 sort of um, era see si. when fine, fine movies like Waiting came out, <laughs> which, we'll,
0: which we'll get to. We'll get to. We'll get but to. But this is also the time when Brooke and I worked together. Waitressing. At Bad Dog Tavern. And you worked just down the street.
1: Yeah, I was at Juries up the street. Tell us what Juries was all about. Juries was your basic uh, Irish American pub mm-hmm. located on uh, Lincoln Avenue, on right? One of those
2: corner. It was one right, of those corner right on the corner bar pub, pub. Yep,
1: yep, yep. yep. Uh, Right off of, what was it? I think, is it Montrose that was over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right off of yeah, Montrose. Yeah, yeah, south of Montrose. Montrose and Lincoln. Yep, 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 right and
0: Lincoln. by the, uh, the old Jewel Osco.
1: <laughs> the old Jewel Osco. You got damn right. That's what's With up. With the
0: TCF bank
2: inside. There is huh? was a TCF. Uh-huh. I, I, went... <laughs> I did all my banking in a grocery store. that's
1: uh-huh. <laughs> That's uh-huh. I. I. <laughs> uh yeah, uh, so I so I waited tables there. I talked my way into the job. I would go there. I lived in the neighborhood, and it was you know I was in in college, post college. So like they would have like great food deals there every day, and the food was it was fucking. I Chicago Chicago has good bar food.
0: Yeah, for sure. They were known for the like their burgers, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. They had like yeah, it was like heavy American bar food, like burgers, uh, steaks, uh, wings. Uh, I mean, just all that shit, like shit that's, you know, going to keep you warm during the winter. I would wait there, I'd wait tables there, and it was super great, but I mean, we would wait tables, and we would drink and do drugs. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that was just kind of like... That was the routine, <laughs> you know, sure. was Chicago. <laughs> that was yeah, like, Chicago. You, would, you, you would get fucked up to get through your shift. And then when your shift was over and everybody left, well, then now we can just get fucked up in front of each other. Yep. You know, now we don't got to be like, hey, I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm just going to go out to the back patio right quick. patio's closed. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and were you guys, it was totally fine to drink. Like, everybody would hang out and drink after or the shift, like, like in the coke restaurant or, or weed or
1: something. Uh, it would be those two. Oh, yeah, we would drink like- as well. Uh, and drinking would just kind of, like, you would just do, like, quick shots in between, you know? Right. It would just, it was all kind all of, depending like... depending on, like, who was bartending yeah, that it, uh, night. Who was bartending, and if uh, the owner was uh, Pete. You know, if Pete is there, hey, out of respect to Pete, we'll wait till Pete's gone. But when he's and then gone, we'll, turn, we'll drink his a oh, lemon, and joy. then we're gonna turn into fucking degenerates, yo.
2: When Pete's gone... Then it's PCP. Oh, and I like because
1: <laughs> uh, PCP. We also like
0: all worked on the same trip and people who worked on Lincoln, it was just some sort of understanding where it's like, Oh, if you come into my restaurant, you drink for free. If I come into your restaurant, like you drink for free. So I feel like we all had like a little bit of a, yeah. A Alcohol bit... problem. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yes. This was my first waiting job. I had yeah. Zero waiting experience. My girl at the time, I was just, I would just see her come home with hundreds of dollars in one yeah. night and I'd be like, yeah. well, I know how to talk to people. And I've been in this, you know, I've, I've worked in retail. I know how to sell clothes to people. I know how to make shit sound nice. Yes. And, know, you know, like, so. No,
2: you would be, I'm sorry. This
1: like, is just yes. a matter of, like, I just need to learn how to, like, grab that thing. I need to learn how to, man, how do they get four plates on there? And then you learn that very quickly. You know, you're going to fuck. Up. I, I was horrible at first. Like, the first time I, like, my first night working was, like, on a, it was either on a, I think it was like on Monday night, which was like our two-for-one night. You buy one thing and, you know, Right, which is and like, juries
0: would have burger specials, and it was, that was fucking Wednesday bonkers. Night. And, and it
1: was also, the it was we were right across the street from Wells Park. That was that park mm-hmm. there. And Wednesday night was their softball league. Yes. And so all these motherfuckers would play softball. And then they would come into our restaurant and just order burgers like nonstop. And you are busting your fucking like ass off for, you know, bringing out like $3 burgers... And, you know, for tables of 12. And you're yeah, doing that from when you show up gross. at 5 o'clock until 11 p.m., like, nonstop. You don't have, like, the place was, it's a neighborhood restaurant. It, it had been there for years. So, like, those customers who were coming in, like, they were regulars, you know? Like, once I started working there, they were like, who the fuck is this guy? you oh, don't know yeah, him. Totally. Yeah. We don't know him. Ooh, you know? S- surprise, surprise. I was yeah. the only person of color who worked there. Outside of the kitchens. Outside of the kitchen staff. So it's like, all right, you know, this, and and not that anybody was ever, like, mean to me or anything, but I could just tell. I was like, all right, this is going to be, yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, I had my afro at the time. So, like, that was, it would either be like, oh, hey, what's going on? Or, like, yeah. Okay. A little bit Uh, of, like, north
0: side of Chicago, so white.
1: Don't judge me, please.
0: What happened after (laughs) juries?
1: I was like, oh, I'm never waiting tables again. Really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was just kind of like.
2: The lifestyle get
1: you absolutely, and I was, I mean, I went in doing it for the money. Yes. And once I was like, all right, that's cool, that I'm making money, but I'm also not doing shows as much because mm-hmm. I like getting paid more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I mean, like after a while, a hey, coke and weed and booze, that shit is yeah. not good for your body. No. You know. When not it was, good for
2: your not good for your ambition. Not that, good for n- getting out of that
0: cycle. Exactly. It's, it's a tough one to break.
1: Exactly. And my girl was working in restaurants at the time. She
0: was working at that fine dining place. Like, she, across yeah, the yeah. Way. She was
1: at uh Murphy's uh Irish Bistro. Oh, you might want to bleep that out. I don't know how that works, but yeah. I don't I don't give a shit. So she was working there, it. and it was just kind of like seeing her come home from fucking the stress of that, like that made me like hate restaurant people like uh, she worked at this oh, she wait, ended up that no, Murphy's,
0: uh, was like a funeral home and then it became like a fancy Irish yes, pub on Lincoln yes yeah but are you was... thinking about the Ooh, other place yeah like the weird one that was like where they across put across the
1: street you're yeah, thinking about the blue like, stem yeah 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 yes. yes yeah she would come home with fucking horror stories about like cooks in there and just like throwing plates when they would get angry like yeah. towards the staff and I'd be like these motherfuckers are like they're just cooking steaks. Like, right. they're just making burgers. Yeah. They're just like, like, they're just making Such food. an anger problem. Yeah, like, my mom has never, for all the fucking stress that we gave her, and granted, it's not a restaurant, but never was she like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw this fucking knife in the direction of my children. So, so they really know what I'm talking Murphy's about.
0: It's specifically, uh, like, like, I've heard is haunted as fuck. Yes. That place. It's what place? Funeral. Murphy's. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it could just yeah. be like, the ghosts are making everyone angry. Yeah. <laughs> this- That's what I'd blame it on. Everything (laughs) tastes like formaldehyde. Yeah, (laughs) this is weird. (laughs) Good for formaldehyde fries there. They're real good. Ricky, yeah. you are a huge movie buff, we know, and have your own podcast called Who Shot ya, mm. um where you dissect filmmaking and films themselves and talk to filmmakers. So we yes, thought
1: I have stepped away from the show. I I I I know I, I no longer host the show, it. but it's a great show and people should listen to it. So
0: we are doing our first ever movie review on SideWork Podcast and we are starting with a I don't know if to call it cool well, classic. Um, I think it kind of is in a weird, dumb way. So
2: let's, let's just preface this by saying when I went to rent it on Amazon so
0: I <laughs> find it anywhere
2: free, it had almost 1,500 highly rated
1: reviews. Mm.
2: And so I was like, is there something I didn't know about when this movie came out? And then I watched it eagerly and then I was like, what is wrong with people?
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh,
0: what Oof. a good starter. <sighs> All right. So the movie <laughs> waiting... <laughs>
1: Thank you for saying that. I was like, what the fuck are these people making me watch this movie yep. for? Sorry. What is happening here? I, w- I didn't even I, like, know.
0: I hadn't seen it in years. Oh and I was like, God. but
1: there aren't that many movies
0: about waiting tables. Well, there being
2: aren't.
1: No, you're right. You're right.
2: So, like, well, and let's let's, let's make the caveat that we're only going to do movie reviews ever that depict oh, yeah. the restaurant. For sure. sure. Absolutely. Industry. Absolutely. Just so you guys know, we're not taking some weird pivot. And <laughs> most people will be them talking about Schindler's List. Great. Right. For sure. There's a scene in
0: a restaurant. I remember it. Um <laughs> Sidework Podcast Podcast sorry.
2: presents sorry. Schindler's List.
0: Brian just went, Brian's eyes got just so wide. Sorry. Oh I, I sorry, it's I missed everything. Um so we thought we saw uh you know, out of all the movies that are Not made about the service industry. There's only a handful. We thought we'd start with the worst.
1: Great, fantastic.
0: (laughs) Which is is great. The movie Waiting, uh, which debuted in 2005. All right, synopsis. And let's go back to 2005. We were all wearing boot
2: cut everything. <laughs> it was so much boot cut, what? like low-waisted for ladies, like hip-hugging ugly-ass boot mm, cut everything. Yes. That's yes. True. Guys were wearing really really baggy cargo pants and mm-hmm. trying to pull them off as nice-looking. Mm-hmm. I feel um, like there're a lot of polo shirts being sported. Yep, and Ryan Reynolds, I wanted to rip that tiny little animal off of his chin. <laughs> his just disgusting little soul patch. <laughs> this is
0: a Ryan Reynolds <laughs> joint. <laughs> yes. um, Uh, (laughs) One of the early, one of the early ones. I think he had done Van Wilder and we all know how good that movie is. They got him Um, this gig. Oh my Lord. Okay. So let's talk about the synopsis. Okay. Okay. Staffers at the restaurant shenanigans with a Z engage in various pranks and games, both on and off the clock. However, in the course of one day, waiter Dean must choose to either accept a promotion to manager or go off in search of greener pastures. Meanwhile, his co worker and roommate Monty fights temptation in the form of an underage colleague.
1: <laughs> God.
0: While showing a new employee the ins and outs, providing him the worst day of his
1: life. I will say good things about this movie. Like, this cast
0: is great. It's yes. good. There's like, great Everybody in here.
1: I'm like, I love these people. Like, yeah. I find y'all very funny. But it, it's like, to, to go back to clerks again. Let's take the worst things from Clerks and then just build a movie off of that. Totally. And it just felt like they, yeah, they were, It'll be one day. Uh, it's gonna be people having like you know, wacky, those worky, those wacky work conversations that you know we all have.
0: Right. And he's like
2: nonstop ball jokes. Oh yeah,
0: it's gross out early gross arts out humor, humor. humor. Yeah. Yes. That, that caters to
1: dudes. I was thirty years old when this movie came out. Okay, so if this movie is for. 12 to 15 year olds like what's the version (laughs) of that that i'm that i was in and i I still not to like be like i was watching the dopest movies back then but i know i wasn't like well
0: let's just say i I love that you're just basically being like who
1: the fuck asked for this movie to be made (laughs) i think you can make this movie. there's that's that's a brilliant idea hey let's show how awful the way it is to work in the waiting industry. like they had, totally they
2: had such a gem of an idea it's and there. they did not
0: execute so like, let's start anything.
2: I can say a few good things oh yeah so we, but I thought we'd we we just yeah. start
0: from the beginning so spoiler alert we're gonna talk all about this movie what it's <laughs> about so okay so you have the new kid right you have like um, who's come in the John Francis Daly from Freaks and Geeks mm-hmm. who we all love that's Mitch. who that is yes he's and from then, Freaks and
2: Geeks and then went on to star in Bones
0: yes <laughs> it is his it's his first day on the job He he's like shadowing a shift at this shenanigans type restaurant, which is going to be like an Applebee's slash Bennegan's Yes, it is. Um, situation. Uh, side note, they filmed it in New Orleans. You can tell because there's a beetle lights everywhere.
1: Um, I watched the credits to make sure I took everybody's fucking name down. <laughs> and nice. I saw it.
0: So we've got Mitch who comes in. He's the new hire and he gets introduced, introduced to Monty, right. played by Ryan Reynolds. And Monty is like, like the cool season. He's the coolest guy guy in the restaurants.
2: Well and you can tell and we all and like so there are things about it that you instantly recognize where you're like someone who worked on this script and production Worked in a restaurant. Yes, at least at least one person did. Absolutely, they, they like kind of got the tropes down, and you can tell he's that guy at your restaurant who is like he is your initiation person. Like, say you're going into a frat, you're like this guy's a, a lifer. Mm-hmm. He gets his confidence from being the restaurant guy, mm-hmm. and to get initiated, everyone must bang him.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I should I should add that the very in the very beginning of the movie, it's a montage of them partying afterwards. Yes, yes. Of course. just to get a feel for. Karari. I
1: got nervous when it starts off with a hip. Pop song and i didn't see any people of color oh, i was yeah. like if you have rap music and there are no people of don't color, don't get me started
0: on the like- awesome songs they get to use
1: in <laughs> there was a couple bangers There's in fucking
0: there. peaches in this they use peaches yes, in this movie yes.
1: but that was over like my like um i want to say 47 seconds in i was like uh all right ricky it's 2005 it's 2005 <laughs> but still i was like this is gonna be rough
0: so we have uh, basically this training that is happening. And so Monty is taking Mitch around, showing him the ropes. Uh, there was some flirting happening with a super underage host between Ryan Reynolds. It's very suggestive. She's basically wants it. She wants the D. Um, it is quite obvious. And then the joke oh, yeah.
2: begins that she's a week away from turning 18. A week 18.
0: away from being 18. <laughs> so she's... She is pushing it. I'm
1: laughing because at that point I'm like, "This is what Brooke and I wanted me to watch. They wanted me to watch this. Okay, all right." Common huh? stereotypes
0: <laughs> of the service industry. <laughs> well,
1: so here, here's
0: where it really comes into play. So, less mm-hmm. than ten minutes into the movie, we learn that the male employees of the restaurant play a genital revealing. Super homophobic game. Oh, it's so homophobic. Um, it's basically like it's I like Louis C.K. like, might have gotten ideas from like this game. You know what I mean? It's just basically like like showing your junk to people. Um, the game is like, oh, you have to get someone to like look at your junk by like being like, hey, it's a trick, and you see my balls, like like the game asshole or whatever. When you when yes you when do, do that, the, yeah, like, yeah, whatever exactly. on your knee. There's but instead, an elaborate uh point system. These guys, uh, front and back of house, all play only basically the males play it, and if you uh are to like win or like dupe somebody into seeing your junk, you get to kick them in the ass and call them a derogatory homophobic name. The worst of them. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Um... So here's my take and why I'm so mad is that like the whole instead of just being like a service industry movie and being like we're a waitstaff and we come together and it could have a moment for that. This like takes over the whole film. This the stupid film, game. It's,
2: it's so male gaze, all written by a male staff made by only men. The only women who I guarantee were anywhere in the credits were the female actresses. Hey, the Anna and, Ferris And they just missed so much nuance and awesome stuff that does happen. Like and the thing is, you're watching going like, yes, of course, we behave like childish idiots who are bored. It makes you – it helps you get through your shift when you have running games, but just this never-ending. They were convinced of the brilliance yes. of showing the balls.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I kept it waiting didn't let for – up. I kept waiting for that, like, okay, that's the setup. Now we're going to get like into, like, a story here. And then it was just like, man, how many times am I going to walk around with this dude – and here are the different rules of this game, where some of these balls are going to get shown and get called the f word. I like I feel like the first thirty minutes. Of the movie it goes on for a minute. There's like, there's a way to make this movie where, yes, you can show like how. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nothing. I just no, love. Just, I just love that we're doing this movie right now.
1: <laughs> there's a way to make this movie where you can show, like. Uh, you know, uh, us as servers being like degenerates and being like saying, you know, horrible things. But, but to be honest, if we're if more
2: clever than that. Yeah, exactly. we're
1: more clever. There, there should be. You know, I don't mean like intelligence. Like you got to play like it's got to be like the, the smartest, most well r- written joke. But just like. Wait, what's? I don't even know if I needed a a, a they just, lesson. They
2: just jumped the shark and then kept going. Yeah. Yes, with it's with like this- absolutely. Figure out a way so to make off-putting. fun of
1: people at who come to restaurants. Right. Figure out the way to to point out like or to like find out like the stress of like how long the shift is, and you just feel like you're there. All fucking day, and you look down at your clock, at your watch, and you've only been there 30 minutes. And then everybody shows up in the last hour. And that's why you're, and you're fucking furious because you're like, well, now I know I gotta do side work. At fucking starting at midnight probably because yeah. there's gonna be people here.
0: They kind of do that, but everything gets so like diluted with this stupid game premise that mm-hmm. like you don't really get that. Like the flow of the movie is terrible. Duh. So then Bachelor's Justin Long's degree. mother has made him feel less than for just being a server, and these kids are like twenty three years old, and it's old. also not
2: believable, right? The, the fact that the whole shift that he clocks in for, he's like. Don't talk to me, man. i really got a good to figure out. Oh. I'm having a real a real crisis of conscience. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what even happened? I'm like, first of all, how many times did my parents question every choice <laughs> I ever made? And I was like, whatever, man. I oh, man. Know.
0: Yeah, for sure. I'm
1: first generation in this country. So like me getting my bachelor's degree, like that was the equivalent of me getting like a triple master's well or whatever. you there. Yeah. My mom was like, that's my boy right there. <laughs> it's whoa. Whoa. I fucking whoa. love it.
0: Um, okay,
2: so it's like yeah, it's almost like two storylines. New yeah. mm-hmm. guy, Mitch and then Dean the season has to make a choice. Employee has mm-hmm. to make his choice. All right, he's mm-hmm. been there four years.
0: And for everything they get wrong in this movie, I want to like focus on things that they maybe okay. get right because yes, I did totally. like so, and I had that universal "oh, do I recognize that or what?" You yes. Know? So let's start with characters. Okay, so we have Monty, mm-hmm. the Ryan Reynolds. So he he's like the, the, the like the big shot. He's like mm-hmm. the funny guy. Everybody loves him. Mm-hmm. He's also a predator, apparently.
1: Apparently, clearly, <laughs> <Apparently>. clearly, <laughs> <Apparently. laughs> you know, he's
0: that big smart-ass dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I think we, and here's, I think as far as like being someone we've ever worked with, like that's compared to that, there's always like the dip, the the doofus, the dipshit who thinks he's like king shit, Mm -hmm. probably gets the best tables. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. He's very like nonplussed by the whole
2: job. He's just so like, been there, done that. I'm mm-hmm. cool as a cucumber. This is my
1: show. Welcome yeah. to it. The you part, know? what time is the party tonight? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> totally. But
0: he does it over and over and over again. He's probably going to be a lifer. Yep. Yes. And I recognize that. We all know that co worker. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. So we have Serena, played by Anna Ferris. Mm-hmm. Now, the women in this movie do not get a lot of screen time. Oh, they sure no. don't. Oh. um So Serena, I think, is there just to be like super cute and funny and quirky. She's Anna Ferris. Used to date Monty There is like some big blow up Where she's like You think you're good at sex But you weren't good at sex yes. Like Justin Long um, <laughs> Plays Dean So he's the one that's like Oh I have the pressure To get like a real job But he's like Cause cause the, He's like the good guy With like the good girlfriend Who would like You know Do anything for anyone mm-hmm. Like the cool Like he's like Monty's best friend But like not a
1: douchebag. He shows his emotions Yeah Ooh.
0: He does for wow. sure Um, Okay, so we have Dan, the manager, played by uh, David Kushner, who he fucking nails it. He nails it. He's good in everything. He plays the best manager. He is like such a sad sack dipshit, Mm -hmm. like uses the small amount of power he has. I think he nails this role. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so fun to watch. <laughs> um, so we've got uh, Luis Guzman who plays uh, Radimus the kitchen manager which great, is
1: like n- great name great. for a character. He's great in everything he does. Yes of course. Absolutely. He's Luis Guzman. He's oh and because
2: it's like the first line of the movie if I knew it was going to be this kind of party I'd stick my dick in the mash. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: That's Beastie Boys
2: quote. Somebody.
1: Which is a Richard Pryor quote. Oh right. Yes. Rick <laughs> because
2: I was like there's no way this originated from this movie. No
1: way. Absolutely but I didn't know where it but I was like, wait a minute. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Then we have Bishop Chai McBride, who's the dishwasher, mm-hmm. who is also like doubles as a therapist and, he and keeps, kind of the intellectual and he, of the crew. And he Very
1: makes, problematic role. makes a
0: character yeah.
2: choice where he keeps saying foist.
1: Well, yeah. it's because
2: I, he's this.
0: the only one that like, because they filmed in Louisiana, he's the only one that went with that accent, which I find a little, like pretty cool. You as I'm voice.
1: watching this movie and then yeah. he shows up, I was like. This what a waste, another a,
2: waste of a character. And also, oh I know
1: where this is going. He's going to be the guy who teaches him, who teaches uh, Justin Long the lesson. I was like, there's not a lot of people calling this movie. You're the predominant black guy in here. So you're going to be the, like, the, the clad trope, the, the, the trope yep. of the magical black person yeah. who teaches you, teaches the white person the lesson. Right. The at back the end of the movie. Scene. And I was just like, waiting for that scene. And you get a crude, you know, he gets his, you know, kind of crude monologue that does it. But I was like,
0: Okay, so we talked about Mitch. He's like, this character is so interesting. He's the trainee. They don't, like, he doesn't speak. He's always, like, cut off left and right. Mm -hmm. And, like, not in, like, a good timing. Like, the editing is so poor. It's He basically did mouth and eye acting open like mouth open, too and he's yeah. got that
2: huge mm-hmm. set of chompers which yeah. god bless John Francis Daly he's such a cute little dude but <laughs> he's just doing side eye confused eye what the fuck eye yeah
0: and then mouth agape <laughs> um Naomi which the mean the mean server the I mean, mean lady like, server should, we should do a reboot and have Jackie Zabrowski ah That would be so funny. I mean, I think she's great, actually. And like her character just being the fucking bitch, but like so nice to everybody's face. I think she nailed it for sure. That was funny. I really like it oh! so the dumb teenage bussers, the stoner busters. one of them's that indie Milanakis. he had his own show on MTV in the 2000s yeah he was hot
1: for a second yeah he, he was say, like I don't know what he does now but yeah he, uh, he's he was, but he was
0: hot at the time yeah I kind of I thought these I thought these characters were so stupid and so funny I'm
1: not gonna lie
2: yeah and then you know they had a rap video at the end end of the movie did you watch it
0: all the way through no the credits, there I did was I, a rap I, video? I was
1: like I'm Putting in the work on this one, to the end.
0: Okay, so then we have Calvin, who's the server who can't pee, who's also the pushover who, like, has a crush on another server who we never meet and takes all our shifts. This is
2: one of the strangest character choices. It's the stupidest shit I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) So basically this guy Calvin, who's a server there, he, like, can't pee in public because, like, one time he was at a urinal and somebody looked at his dick. More homophobic Mm -hmm. stuff. And now he's like, now I can't
2: pee at all. I mean, you're like, you didn't bother to make a backstory for Anna Ferris or Naomi like Naomi mm-hmm. and we just went all in on this very bad joke yeah um it was really hard to
1: watch that was <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was terrible like- and like I I was angry for two reasons when he is uh telling Chi McBride like, when he's, like, telling him, like, oh, I can't pee. And Shane McBride is, like, telling him, like, what he needs to do to pee. And then
0: there's a fantasy about it.
1: In, in my mind, I'm like, well, he's probably peeing right now. Right. And then the camera's going to cut to that. Yeah. And that's that's kind of funny. Yep. Nope. That's not what happens. Nope. He just tells him. lost opportunity you do? for peeing yourself. Yeah. And I was just. And then he goes and talks to some fucking girls on a couch. And I was like, what is, what is going on in this fucking movie like- that you can't even make. That joke. Source. You couldn't do
0: that joke. Um. Last character we'll talk about is Floyd, the lion cook played by Dane Cook.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I- <laughs> no, this is the first time we're saying his name. Yeah. Dude. Dude. Wow. I mean, yeah. we had to
0: save the most egregious <laughs> for last. I-, <laughs> I-, I-, I mean, I don't hate this character.
2: No, but there's the part when he was doing the, oh, Massa, Massa, don't whip oh, me. Oh, yeah. Masa. That's not yes, okay. Yes, Massa, you again, want your rage, this movie is very racist
0: and homophobic and sexist, and we don't <laughs> well, agree with any of we this. We
2: started the R-word count, which it's okay. They said retarded. Um, oh, yeah. About yes. About eight times, and mm-hmm. then at the end, there's another joke saying, like, that's calling um, – uh, a disabled, like like a retarded uh, kid. This,
1: either yes, way, it it's was smart so much who has Down syndrome. Exactly, yes, it yes, was yes.
2: so much just lazy punching down. Yeah, it was really lazy.
1: Yeah, and and, and again, like it's such a good idea. You have this good of a <laughs> good of an idea for a movie, and you have this great of a cast. I, I I'll say this too, like I think these. Everybody there probably had A really good time making the movie Of course movie. They're all it's- probably making themselves last There's probably like really good fucking outtakes of this mm-hmm. movie But like what was put together And being like This is it Like man you guys just went for Fucking lowest common denominator the LCD degree, Which is I mean, fine if that's what you're gonna do, but, but it also spoke. Like to, it my... also
2: spoke to like, and you know who's the lowest common denominator?
0: Stupid waiters and bartenders yeah. who might yeah. come watch. Well, this. the movie starts insulting. with being said that you're
1: less than for being in the industry, and you prove them wrong. That, that's that. That's where the, 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 uh, I'm glad you said it. because that's what I was saying too. Like, there's there's an intelligent version of this movie yes. where like you don't. You make everybody look dumb, but you also figure out a way to make, to make servers look smart. Yes. You know, I mean, the the thing that I'm sure we all know without having said it yet today is like, we wish everybody could wait tables for yes. like a year. Oh, yeah. So you can see what it's like. Yep. See what it's like. You, you'll see, you'll then, if people who haven't served, who haven't, who've not never been serviced, then you'll understand like, okay, I see why sometimes my server comes up to me. And once I can tell they want to throw their fucking, my glass back at me, when I'm like, can you give me some, you know, like. Right. Because they're. And it, they
0: give it, us a, s- a semblance of that. Yeah, but like, like we yo, get the that is,
1: a, that is a fucking foundation of yeah, comedy totally. right there. That you just,
0: whoop. Like, we get the bitchy lady table. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, is she bitchy. She was, <laughs> she <laughs> was, was also hard. doing a that lot is- of mouth acting. Yes. She, she was like, when mm. I say <laughs> <laughs>
2: pronunciating.
0: I'm so filled with. I looked at that lady and she got- hasn't
2: done much else. <laughs> because her acting was so phenomenal. She got paid well and just retired yeah. on that page. And then baby. this is the
0: scene for servers where a bitchy lady orders a steak. The wrong way, and then mm. it has to be redone, and the revenge in the back of the house happens where, like, snot is put in her mashed potatoes. Yeah. Pubes are put in her salad. Dandruff, they drop her steak on the floor.
1: Like, uh-oh, revenge.
0: And... I, oh, I don't...
1: I was just say I don't know... I mean, I'm sure that has that has happened, but a customer has never made me so mad that I've been... To, that I've sold the, told the kitchen, like, hey, and do whatever the fuck you want with yeah. it. I don't care. The kitchen uh, would be like, what is you, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, we take I, I pride think, in our food. I didn't even think like that joke. Like, there's a way you can do that joke, but like It
2: was so on the nose yes. and too much, to be yeah. honest. Because mm-hmm. we all have talked about like kind of fucked up goofy, whether it's accidental and you're just like, well, no one saw that. Mm-hmm. Or there have been like it's about a direct hit. You know, if you you don't just willy nilly do something weird to food, like no, right. like I, you know. You're like, all right, you've crossed the line. This is the 10th time. You've really fucked with me. I'm going to do something a little weird. Yes. But that – even watching that, knowing what I know from the service industry, I started screaming and turning my head away because I was like, "No, there yeah. is just not Doesn't that exist. level." Yeah. yeah,
1: and if Ugh. it and if it does exist, it, I just it, they're not in business. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, it's, and it's not at a place like Shenanigans, which is supposed to be like Applebee's or Benegans. Like exactly, those places would be out of business. Yeah, Those places would be. Out of, I've had that. Like I like that woman who was all like over enunciating because I was like, oh, I've waited on that person. Mm-hmm, I right. waited on I waited on this dude who would come in every Sunday with his wife, this older couple, and he wanted his martinis Shaked a certain way at the table. And you know, one day I'm shaking it, and he just tells me how I'm not doing it right. And my thing was like, I always try to be like real nice and silly, but once you cross that line, like <laughs> I turn that fucking nice smile off go, like a bye. switch. Bye. And, and 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 that's like that's that's my version of like hey I can't spit in your food but you you're gonna see like the yes. mask come off right now and you don't like how I'm shaking it that's all you buddy go ahead <laughs> yeah. I'll be back in a bit like I'll do that
2: shake your own you know? fucking yeah exactly martini. you know
1: because I'm still give, I'm still doing what I'm supposed to do I don't have to do it with a smile right. I have to make sure that you get your food on time oh yeah and then you get your drinks there for sure like that's the way you handle that I loved it when he went back to the. Uh, he gave the guy the, the tip back. The change back. Yeah. yeah There's yeah, all yeah. these like little that things was great. that you wish
0: you could do that we see on stage.
1: That was very getting a sixty
0: two cent tip on like sixty bucks and saying, like, you need this Actually, more than yeah, me. Fantastic. That happens. That was great. Absolutely. Um, you know, uh foreign people. The example of yes. having to wait on foreign I was people. Like,
1: oh no. Um, <laughs> the, the way
2: they handled that joke. Like they just they took concepts but didn't dig into any of mm-hmm. it, it just skimmed the surface for everything so that they could keep dedicating screen time to ball jokes.
0: And they also, like, in the middle of this montage of stereotypes, this which would which, which be good, balls. <laughs> oh my god, for sure. I thought it should be called Ballin. waiting, uh, waiting so, until that girl waiting, turns 18 so Ron Reynolds can fuck balls. her. <laughs> Here's what gets me, about, gets me about when they finally kind of start to get into like there's a there's the lull in the restaurant before. Um, the big the big rush happens and they're all just standing around and sitting around in booths. It's like a closed, a dead section, which I was like, "That's not okay." <laughs> like there were like little things that like made me fucking crazy. Um, in the beginning, when they're all going to work, they all park right in the front of the restaurant. I was like, "That's like, no." You're not allowed to park in
1: the parking lot. <laughs> they all go
0: right into the bathroom where the customers use to like change and get ready. Yes. <laughs> not to mention that's the bathrooms I use, and that fucking kid that can't pee is like standing in front of the bathrooms on his. Phone, like talking, <laughs> and that's where Louis Guzman goes to have sex with his girlfriend. That's right? Yes. While the well oh, Calvin's is trying to pee next door, and then the bus boys are in there causing a ruckus, and like take- in the regular bathroom where everybody hangs. Yes,
2: yeah, that was just listen. They were clearly trapped on a set. And didn't have a lot of location because I also think they did like the lull because they didn't have money for extras too. Because do you notice every time, um it, and it was like all the bad customers, it was a larger percentage of like, it was just like the male behaving badly. And then they wouldn't show the female's face or give her a line. So they didn't have to pay her. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's it was
2: so weird. You were like, it, it, they made it for three million, I think.
0: So then there's the big, like, oh, we're about to close, but one last table comes in, and Justin Long's the one closing. Who do you think? Lo and behold, be? it's the boy that got the engineering job that makes him feel less than mm-hmm. this guy has the worst teeth ever. First of all, oh God, strong teeth I game, can't deal strong us, teeth us, game. Like, and boy, oh, boy, this guy has shit together. They talk about it, you know, the tab's 35 bucks he leaves a hundred dollar bill Ooh, and just like leaves baller. You know, and Justin Long's like, "You need your change," and he's like, "No, man, that's for you." He's like, "They really pay me well, so that's no, for and you." He
2: says, "He says it seems like it seems like you, you need, need this more than, than I, I do." do. Mm-hmm. So it's full that full circle. Full circle. Wow. Didn't you feel the movie magic happen wow. just then?
0: Right. Meanwhile, mic drop. <laughs> oh, wait, I guess we forgot to add that, like Dan, the manager, has offered Justin Long the assistant manager position. Well, yeah, oh, that's yes. a whole other. and he has other... to make a decision by a the dilemma. end of the night. Yes, and this move. Of this, this, you know, who he feels this guy, big this guy is superior him. to him, and big mm-hmm. dogging him, that makes him make his decision.
2: And because <laughs> we all know, when we see um, people from our past, and especially in a restaurant, we sit down and say, "I just got my bachelor's degree." Yeah, I, we I all usually, say that out. Loud. Yeah, I usually just I hand them, them my f- resume. Same and here. They, right?
1: Hey, how's it been going? I'm glad you asked. And I just give them a resume, yeah. and then they can. I just make forty
2: eight thousand dollars now. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while. i make 48,000. Like he was like, his character was like on the spectrum. He was just like spouting facts and figures. It was. He was
0: nervous. It was his first big role.
2: (laughs) But it was really, because again, the writers are like, oh, we think people who watch movies are stupid. So we need to telegraph everything. Yeah. And it was so insulting. So much of the writing.
1: Yeah. There's, man. I I know they made a sequel, but hopefully, like I'm not watching it. No, no, I'm still, not watching it. I'm still that waiting
0: to see that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like
1: there's a there's a way you can make this movie. Either, either make I, it again.
2: I, I want to. Sort or of. yeah, exactly. I yeah,
1: was, I, I was kind of a, a, angry watching it as, as well because I was like, "God damn, man, I can make a version. I can make a version of this uh, movie. We where- could cast <laughs> all
2: of our yeah. comedian friends it because be- all of them have weighted tables. Yeah. Yeah. and to some degree or another, everyone is doing great
0: and could hold a scene on camera. Yes, and write really good stuff. Yeah, if there's any takeaway from watching waiting. <laughs> Interviewing it is that Jesus Lord make we need to make a better product and like yes Brooke and I should absolutely well, write it we'll write it, it. It's make so it
2: insane if if you take the the idea flip it. Um, so that it's th- female gaze mm-hmm. with your all your female uh, protagonists and having this fun twenty twenty twist on it, mm-hmm. um, and it'll still be funny. Ladies are crude, ladies are salacious, just the same. But we are not the victims, and at the you know what I'm saying. Like everyone yeah. was just basically a hole for the line cook or the waiter to stick their dick into. Yeah, and it's like yeah, women run this industry. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm.
1: Here's a tip, y'all. It's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. I woke up this morning. uh, I'm reading this book right now called uh, My Time Among the Whites. And it's about this uh, first-generation Cuban-American. And she tells uh, this story about going to Disney World. And the specific ride that she gets on, uh, she just makes this is, is was my favorite ride at Disney World? I should say that. was my favorite ride at Disney World because you go through uh, like all these different like movie locations. And she makes this great analogy of that's what it's like to be a first generation uh, Cuban in this country is you you know, you're brought here with this idea of, uh, hey, this world is like this fucking amazing place and you're gonna be running into all these locations. Uh, but you know things are gonna go wrong. And you got to figure out your way how to like just maneuver through it. And I mean, I read that and just fucking tears coming down my eyes. And uh, my girl came into the room and I, I told her about it. And these aren't like sad tears. Like these are like good tears. Like it just feels good to be at this age in my life where like I know like, oh man, I'm going to cry and I'm going to feel so much better after this i
0: cry more now than i ever
1: have in my whole Same life thing? and i'm it's just nice. like
0: feelings are real and i'm feeling them and yeah, and here, we, here we go here we go
1: and it's it's, it's it, a it's,
0: healthy reaction
1: absolutely it's it's emotional exercise i felt i was like ah i feel better now i got that out i'm gonna go i'm gonna go on with the rest of my morning so don't don't be afraid you know go put in 20 percent of tears you know leave 20 percent of crying right there on the table for yourself <laughs> boom love <it. laughs>
2: i love it <laughs> Oh man, I've been crying a lot the past few days. <laughs> but, like, yeah, but in good, good ways, just emotions good. are up at the surface. It's all right. No yeah. more of the booze blanket to hide under. Yeah. So, you know, it's all good. Um, well, guys, once again, thank you for listening to Sidework. Uh, as always, send in your server submitted stories, any suggestions for episode ideas. We just love hearing from you guys on uh, Instagram at Sidework Podcast. Tweet at us if you want to at Sidework Podcast and email us at SideworkPod at gmail.com. And you guys have a great week at work. You know what
0: we say. Godspeed and good tips.